Flying Podcasts. Welcome to the Spiritual Tradie Podcast. So, mate, it's my trademark to screw everyone's name up on this podcast. So, two days ago, or two podcasts ago, I had a bloke called Paul Danielle with an E on the end. So, it was pronounced Daniele. Oh, Daniele. So, are you going to be Tommy Kende? It's uh, it's actually Tommy Kendi. Kendi, right. Yes. Okay. But, uh, it's more Aussie then. Yeah, it is more Aussie. Yeah. But I think maybe, I mean, we could, we could say Kenday. Kenday? Yeah, Tommy oh. Kenday. I, I, I want to get it right, so we'll go with Tommy Kendi. Oh. What, do you, what do you get up to in the spiritual realms? <laughs> straight to it, huh? Yeah, so away. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I like it. It's yeah. uh, So at the moment, I'm a yoga teacher. Yep. And uh, I have a Reiki healing practice, mm-hmm. uh, so energy healing practice in Elwood. Yep. And um, I'm writing a book, yeah. which I actually literally finished the first draft today. Is that a spiritual book? It is. Yeah, well, right. I wouldn't call it spiritual. The book is more of a, a real, raw and authentic account of uh, how fucked up I am. Yeah. But at the same point, when I realized how fucked up I am, yes. the tools that I used to actually understand why I'm like that yeah. and then how to actually get through it. So it ended up being a, a full-out book, which is uh, – and I ended up calling it The Book That Changed My Life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, literally finished it today. So how? when did you realize you were fucked up? Well, do you know what? I uh, I mean, I've had a very interesting life. Yeah. Um, and – I think the first time, it's not. I don't think I realized that I was fucked up, but I think I definitely realized that um, there's definitely some darkness in there. Yeah. Um, that I've been trying to push away for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you realize, um, you really get to learn about yourself in yeah. a really deep and profound way. And then I think what happened with me is as I started noticing. Um, I guess, yeah, how fucked up I am. I started noticing how fucked up the whole world is. Yeah. And that sort of made it okay. Yeah. So there's no competition anymore. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but the good thing is we're all just fucked up in our own little way. Yeah. Which makes us all special and magical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So do you want to do you want to get into like, like obviously you – didn't start spiritual? No, absolutely not. So my background is uh, I basically spent my uh, most of my teens, my 20s and half my 30s playing in rock and roll bands. Yeah. And uh, I basically... You know, any, took, any that we'd know? Maybe. Uh, my band was called Duke Cartel. Okay. And uh, we basically toured the world with guys like Tommy Lee and Slash and... Yeah. Um, you know, I got to hang out with all the greats yeah, of right. the uh, the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. And so we literally, yeah, we toured around the world. We played stadiums. We played the dog and piss. Yeah. Um, and it was an incredible lifestyle. So mm-hmm. my basically my life was all sex, drugs, rock and roll. And, For two uh, decades, two pretty much two decades. Yeah, right. And you, and what did you, what did you play? What instrument? I was a bass player, bass player, yeah, and backup vocals. Yeah, and right. um, you know what? Our band did pretty well. We got into our one of our songs was number forty three on the US charts. Yeah, so we did all right. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was good fun. Tour in the world is not, not a world. bad gig. Yeah, it was good fun, and and so ultimately, what? And we lived in Los Angeles, so we were in the, right in the, in the thick of it in Hollywood. Yeah, and it was awesome fun. 
Give us a crazy story. Come on. You've got to go for something oh, good. Mate, I can't. Uh, that three months that uh, that we toured around with Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. Yeah. Wow. Loose unit? Loose, loose. But at the same <laughs> point, um, yeah, my God, some of the – I mean, I, I, yeah, just some of the stories, like – all the stories you can imagine about tour buses and yep. all the shenanigans that happens, mm. it definitely happens. Are they good so, at backing up? Uh, mate, it, ridiculous. Just keep going? Keep going Just every keep going. single day. Wow. Like for three months, I don't know how the guy's still alive. Yeah. It's crazy. But <laughs> pretty much for three months, yeah. nonstop, I got to the end of that three months and I just went, wow. Yeah, right. I actually got through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so it was, it was really good. It was really – Great experience, mm-hmm. and uh, I think through that whole you know fifteen twenty years that I was in music, um, I definitely learned how to live out of my ego, yeah, and how to live out of judgment. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was through that time, because I was so attached to being liked and being on stage and having people say, "Oh my God, Tommy, you're so ace." Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the band went to shit. Yeah, I had nothing left. That's that's going to say it's a transition point. Yep. usually when the crisis hits. When the crisis hits, how so, did how did that happen? What what happened with the band? Well, it was basically a a, a case of the um, it, it was sort of like we had these managers and they had this mentality of divide and conquer. Yeah. So what happened was was that you know they just played to everyone's ind- egos individually. Exactly. Yeah. And we just ended up. Like and we were all like brothers from way back, known mm-hmm. each other for a long time. We're still now that the band's done. We're still best mates and stuff. Yeah, but uh, it was just it was a really cool experience to see how that unfolded. And I, I remember there was this feeling. I just went, "Wow, mm. this is the end of the band. What am I going to do now?" So yeah, I got I actually left LA and uh, came back home. And I remember I got home at the end of 2012, and um, it was Christmas time, like December. Yeah. I was 35 or 34 or something like that and uh, mum gave me 100 bucks for Christmas and I started bawling my eyes out, going, mm. mum, that's so much money, my God. Like I was literally down and out. Yeah. 34, 35, mm-hmm. nothing to my name. Yeah. And I just came home from 15 years of fucking around in bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And God, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Mm-hmm. So then I went back to corporate and, you know, rebuilt myself financially, which was great. Yeah. And What did um, you do there in corporate? Um, I was at, I've got a long list of sales and I've got the gift of the gab or whatever. Yeah. So I went back into sales and really quickly became the sales manager, sales director. Yeah. And I was there for about two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. Did that. Great money, loved up, it. Got out of it, and then yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and then well, actually, I was forced out of it because they mm. went into liquidation. Yeah, and then I was pretty heavy into yoga already, mm-hmm. and that's when I just decided, you know what, I'm getting into yoga. Yeah, and doing my teacher training. Mm-hmm. So literally three days after they went into liquidation, yeah, I was halfway up a volcano in Bali doing my teacher training. (laughs) Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, that was an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. And I was already doing yoga. I mean, when I was living in LA, I started my yoga and my spiritual journey there. Mm -hmm. Um, through the the my ego just running life, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember that's where I started yoga. Where one of my mates was like, "Dude, you got to come to this yoga class." And I'm like, oh, "Yoga? Mm. Fuck that, man! I'm yeah, going yeah. to yoga." Yeah. <laughs> and and he goes, "Mate, it's going to be chicks 
everywhere. You've got to come. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got all right, so many I'm, guys say that. So yeah. it's definitely a catalyst. Oh, totally. And I'm like, yeah. right, I'm there. And there was this guy walked out. He had this long beard. His name's Guru Singh. Yeah. He had this long beard, a turban, like not Indian or anything. He was just a normal, normal white guru. Yeah. And uh, that two hours that I was at his class changed my life. Yeah, right. I cried. I laughed. I had goosebumps where I didn't know I had goosebumps. So I yeah, was like, right. what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then he challenged me to like a, a 40-day sadhana. Yep. And it was kundalini yoga. Wow. Which is basically you wake up at 4.30 a.m., mm-hmm. you have a cold shower. Yep. And then you do an hour of kundalini yoga mm-hmm. and an hour of uh, chanting and meditation. So yep. two and a half hours every day. Mm-hmm. So he challenged me to 40 days. And I ended up doing 181 days. What? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that would have been that would have straightened you out a bit. Oh my god, I was a changed man. But still, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I still was a little rascal, mm. but that got me onto my path. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then um, yeah, did my teacher training and then got back from that, started teaching yoga, mm. and then now and then did my Reiki one, Reiki two, Reiki three. Mm-hmm. Master teacher stuff, and now I'm a Reiki healer and a yoga teacher. <laughs> yeah, well, do you, do you specialize in Kundalini now, or do you no, other styles? I teach everything. So yeah. I teach like you know Vinyasa. Mm-hmm. I teach Hatha. I teach uh, Yin. Love yeah. teaching Yin, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, man. You still and get I, down with the Kundalini though? Yeah, love yeah. the yeah, love the breath of fire is pretty wicked, huh, oh, mate? <laughs> and the lion's breath. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty intense practice, Kundalini. Can you run the people through a lion's breath? Lion's breath is where, well, the one I learned, which mm-hmm. was the most powful, which I still sometimes do, is you get into goddess pose, mm-hmm. right? Explain and, that too, because people uh, so can't see goddess it. Goddess pose, you could probably Google it, yeah. but goddess pose is when you've got your knees apart and mm-hmm. you've got your shoulders above the hips, yep. right? And you're standing. Oh, yes, And your yes. feet are out like 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Gotcha. And then you bring your arms into cactus arms, mm-hmm. right? Which is like elbows in line with the shoulders. Yep. And then you stick your tongue out, you stick your eyes wide open, uh-huh. and you're basically going, Got it. Yep. Yeah. And you do that for, uh, I think we used to do it for like five minutes or something and just yeah. the shit you go through when you do five <laughs> minutes of that breath. Yeah. Wow. What's it called again? Uh, it's called, it's basically Lion's Breath. Lion's Breath, yeah. Lion's it, breath. it reminds me of uh, the statues in, at Machu Picchu kind of thing. Machu, yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. They're sitting on the rock. They look like that. They, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, and yeah, really powerful practice Kundalini. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. 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 Cool. Do you have any like kind of weird experiences that you can talk about? You know, when I started this the yoga journey, everyone was always talking about, oh, you know, wait till you get your kundalini rising and yeah. wait till you have this and that. And I'm going, I've never had, I don't have this shit. Like I don't know what <laughs> the fuck these people are talking about. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, am I like weird? Like why haven't I got this feeling that of enlightenment or whatever they're talking about? You yeah. Know? And then... I remember um, this was in LA. It was about, mm. may, I was probably already six months in, or maybe even a year into my journey with Kundalini Yoga. Mm. Yeah. And uh, and I was walking up a hike. There was a hike in LA called the Runyon Canyon. Yeah. And walking up the Runyon with one of my best mates over there. And uh, we were talking about my manager. And in that moment, I realized still, fuck, it still brings tears to my eyes because it was. Um, it was that first time that I realized that um, 
that, yeah, sorry about it because, yeah, it's still, wow. <laughs> sorry, Dan. You're right, um, you're yeah, right. it, it, it was the first time that I realised that um, that I get to make my own decisions mm. because I, I, uh, I basically like spent my entire life, um, you know, even with my dad and stuff, like I was, decisions were always made for me mm-hmm. right up until that age when I was like, you know, 32, 33 or whatever. Yeah. And I, in that moment, it was after a yoga class and I went, holy fuck, I actually can make decisions for myself. Mm. Like I'm actually, like this is the age you, of you, Like you discovered your sovereignty almost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I understood that in a logical sense before. Yes. And obviously with subtle things and little things, I knew how to make decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in terms of I realised that I was able to make decisions even with my own emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I could make decisions based on what I actually want mm. and I could make decisions based on whether I'm worthy or not. Yeah. You know? Mm. And just those little things, I just had a huge, huge realisation. Mm-hmm. Massive, massive. Yeah. And to the point where... I I started bawling my eyes out and this hike in LA is where like all the stars go. Like, you know, you see like, I don't know, all these fucking whoever. Winona Ryder or whatever. <laughs> exactly. They all, it's called the Rainian. They, they all walk up and down there, right? But anyway, yeah. um, I was halfway up that so I had nowhere to hide. I was doing one of those cries where it was like, duh, 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 duh. it was one of those full out bore my eyes out, yeah? Yeah. And I had to hide in a bush for half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I had to hide in it because I just didn't know what else to do. I curled up in a bush and it was one of those life-changing, yeah, it was just amazing. Release. And that was my first first aha, real aha moment. Yeah, right. And it was something so simple Mm -hmm. but massive in my life at that point. Yeah, Yeah. on beyond just what like, the the cognition of it being your decisions, whatever the energetic release, the yeah. kind of that whole realization things, yeah, hu- yeah, and hit then huge, huge, yeah. yeah, and then um, you know that rolled on to, you know, I create my own reality, yeah, and then that was another aha moment where it's like, you know, where you you hear the words and you're like, yeah, yeah, I create my own reality, yeah, but when you get it at the core level, yes, it's just another. I mean, you, I'm sure I can see it in your eyes, man. You've had a few of those moments, <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, I have, yeah. But yeah. and it's it's funny too because you, they don't come where you'd expect them to come. Exactly, they, they happen in their own time when they're ready to roll out, and yeah, yeah you, you can think I'm going to go. Um, on this trek to a, sit in a cave and meditate until I have this realization. You go there with this, this expectation, nothing fucking happens. Mm. You get, this is full of shit. You know, what's wrong with me? Uh, the universe doesn't love me, blah, blah. And then like you said, you could be um, in the toilet and it happens. Exactly. For all you know, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, no, it's really, it's really cool. Powerful. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, teacher training I did with in Bali uh, was it? it in Bali yeah it was a company yeah. called Yoga Works yeah and they're a US company but they I did it with them there yeah and uh, you know what to be honest uh, it was I loved it it was definitely a life changing experience but I literally forgot everything <laughs> as soon as I left yeah I I literally had no idea about anatomy no idea so i basically just went into a hole into it i hibernated for six months yeah all i did after teacher training was sat at home drank coffee and smoked cigarettes yeah that's pretty much all i did yeah right. for like six or eight months <laughs> and then i practiced yoga as well yeah and then um uh, a, a teacher that i 
liked a lot back then who was a great teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, she introduced me to a studio and uh, and then she was like, you're going to teach here. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not. No way. And my first class, uh, so they offered me a, a job or whatever. And my first class was like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, nah. There'll be no one there. <laughs> Walked in my first class. There's like 30 people in there. I'm just going, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just – and then from then, I just basically faked my way through, all the way through. And then you just picked it up. Just picked it up, yeah. And it started to flow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now it just – now it's a totally flow-on effect. You yeah, know? That yeah. was like, I don't know, two, two and a half years ago. Yeah. So yeah. do you do additional studies now that you get into? No, you know what? Yoga for me is teaching yoga. I love it, Mm -hmm. but it's not like it's a means to an end. But for me, teaching yoga, it almost feels like it's preparing me for what's next. Okay, what's next? Well, I feel um, definitely, and the healing is the same. Like my healing practice is, you know, that's it's going off. It's you know, I'm booked out like maybe a week and a half, two weeks in advance. Yeah, but. but even that, I see that as a means to an end. Mm. Well, not sorry, not means to, but I see that as getting me ready for the next chapter. Yeah. Is, is this the next chapter? The spiritual trader interview? Yeah, <laughs> it could be, man. <laughs> well, today, dude, I finished my book today, so this is a, yeah, a yeah. massive day for me, mm-hmm. huge day. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you know, writing this book, I don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I know it's got some pretty magical. Uh, you know, chapters and words in there that I totally believe can change countless people's lives, you know, yeah. because it is so raw and authentic mm-hmm. um, and honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so ultimately what one of my uh, dreams is, and I'm, and I'm working towards that yeah. is to be a speaker. Yeah? yeah. And to basically my like, you know, vision or dream is to, you know, basically help, people globally yes. shift from um, just basically not wanting to follow their dreams mm-hmm. to having that courage yep. to actually go for it, like yeah, actually yeah. go for it and feel mm. safe doing so, mm. even though they feel like they're more fucked up than the next person is. <laughs> it's almost a guarantee that they're not. Yeah. You know? So it's just mm. having finding that courage and having the tools to be able to go for what you actually want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Writing the book? Books. Well, the first draft is finished. The first draft's finished. And I'm just about to send it out to, um, you know, to a few people to have a read. Yeah. Um, And yeah, get it to editors and then publish. Awesome. uh, Yeah, man. Wicked. Yeah. So write that. Um, And that's it, man. Until then, I'm teaching yoga you know, loving healing, the yep. energy. Uh, it's some of the stuff that I've seen unfold on my healing bed is beautiful. I want I want to get some some more stories out of you. I want to get some more of the, I don't know, um, some more yoga stories. Yoga or, stories. So I want I want, to, I, want to, I want you to talk about um, some more of the darkness and the darkness, how yeah. you sort of came to know that it was there and how you came to know that it was okay Mm. and and how you accept it yeah yeah so uh most of the stuff that i've learned uh up until you know maybe six months ago is that 
you know, people say, oh, you just got to accept, you know, who you are and and it's like, fuck off. <laughs> no, nah, like I don't accept it, you know, and I, mm. and I was like, you know what, maybe it's it's okay for me to not accept where I'm right now if it's not okay for me, yes. you know. And, um, and then like, for example, financially for me, mm-hmm. I've always been a struggle town, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's been moments when I've been like, wow, you know, I'm killing it. Like when I was in corporate or whatever. Yeah. Um, but in terms of finances, it's been a long history of me just not being able to get my shit together. Is it like self-sabotage in a way? Totally. Yeah. And as soon as I get to a certain amount in my bank account, it goes straight. If, if I get like say five or six grand over yep. that level, yeah, it I'll go. It'll go. Something will happen. I'll create this situation. Will go straight back down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all my best mates, literally all of them are full out millionaires. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> 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 It's just crazy, right? Mm. And so I really had to look at my darkness in terms of money because I, I was like, these guys aren't better or worse than me. How can they? get so much financial freedom and abundance and yes. I'm still this little fucking ugly duckling trying to way, find his way through the, you know, yeah, yeah, through yeah. over to mama duck or whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, why can't I work this shit out? So this course that I did in, uh, you know, a couple of months ago in LA, William Whitecloud, I think, did Kim, Kim mention? Possibly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So this guy called William Whitecloud who is basically a advocate for teaching you how to discover what your darkness is mm-hmm. so what your but I call it the shit in my book yeah, right yeah and and what it is is that once you uncover what your shit is then you don't actually need to do anything with it you don't have to fix it you don't have to go to a psychologist and go, oh my God, can you give me pills for my shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do yoga. Mm. You don't have to fucking go to a healer. You You're putting to- a lot of people out of business, mate. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you actually don't. Like what you, the, the simple truth of the matter is, well, this is my understanding, is that once you understand your darkness mm-hmm. and you have to do work to get your darkness, but you don't have to do, the work is not about so you can fix it. Mm-hmm. The work is just so you can name it. Yeah. And then when you go for your dreams, without a shadow of a doubt, till the day you fucking take your last breath, yes. the same shit is going to come up time and time again, Yes, right? So if you can find a way to accept that, that your shit's going to come up all the time, yep. then I'm willing to go into acceptance, mm-hmm. right? But if you realize that the shit is going to come up and then you just name it, and then the real... Uh, the real challenge is to be able to find the emotion of what your dream or your vision is. Mm-hmm. That's the real challenge there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and people go, what do you mean come into the emotion of it? It's like the way I do it is, for example, one of my, my visions is uh, this whole thing to be a speaker on a global level mm-hmm. and just change countless lives, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Doing, sharing my wisdom and sharing my knowledge about yoga and healing and whatever else, right? Yeah, yeah. So the way I get to the emotion of it is I do automatic writing, right? Mm-hmm. So I will write at the top of the page, my vision is this, and I will write until I feel the emotion of what that means. So 
I would sometimes I write for half an hour till I actually feel the emotion. Mm-hmm. Some people can do it really quick. Some people can do, um, you know, they just imagine it and they've got the emotion. But I have mm-hmm. to do it for me. If I'm being honest, I have to bust through all my bullshit limiting beliefs yeah. in order for me to get to that emotion. Mm-hmm. So still for me, it's hard for me to get down to that emotion. Mm. So the way I do it is I automatic write. I just write, oh my God, what would it be like if I was a speaker all over the world? And then I, I make up a story like I see this woman in the front row who's just bawling her eyes out and I just see her that – you know, she's just had this huge transition and I just keep going, keep going, keep going mm-hmm. until I feel it in the pit of my belly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right, there it is. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. And then I've got the emotion mm-hmm. and then I'm ready to move forward. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting way to do it. I've never, I've never heard of that before. But yeah, yeah, so that's, I mean, everyone's different, but I feel like I've been cheating the system yep. up until very recently. Like, mm-hmm. Up until you know, maybe even two, three months ago. Yeah, and you know, people say, "Oh, you just got to pretend like you already have it," mm-hmm. but you're not going. That's bullshit. There's plenty of bullshit ways. Yeah, of of doing <laughs> doing that. You there know? is, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and mm. I can't pretend because your subconscious knows it knows you're full of <laughs> shit. <laughs> so you, I, yeah. I mean, I've had. No joke. I've tried everything. I've put affirmations literally on my roof, yeah, all over my walls. Mm. Every day I've woken up, read them. I'm, I'm going to have a million dollar. Or no, I. What was it? I'm so happy and grateful now that I have a million dollars in the bank. Yeah, mate. I had all that all over my walls, everywhere. Right. <laughs> For, I'm talking years and years. Yeah. Not once did I fucking do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anywhere near a million bucks. This is uh, the secret, the real secret. Oh, the, se- <laughs> exactly. and the, the dark secret, we'll the call dark it. secret. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and now that I've been able to come into, the, actually find the emotion of how I do it for me, which is automatic writing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get there in two or three minutes, but I have to do it every fucking day. Yeah, every day. So, but you're also. That's an interesting concept because you're working on what you want and not working on actually the darkness of the thing that you don't want. No, uh, yeah. So you're not sitting there working about how you're going to treat the darkness. You're working about how you're going to achieve or you know, the thing that you actually want yep. instead of putting all your attention and awareness on. Fixing. Why, why, why can't I save money or whatever? Exactly. And, and just taking that around to every witch doctor to try and get it healed, which requires you to pick it up and carry it. Yeah, it's pretty exactly. interesting that yeah you yep. go okay. and, yeah absolutely and and then that's the that's the biggest part to this process is that I mean you do have to do the work to understand your darkness mm-hmm. but you get you have to get so honest with yourself mm. because unless you're honest you're not going to get the you're not going to get it yeah and you've got to go there like for example one of mine um, you know in terms of, of money is that I'm a selfish fuck. Like, I really had to go there. Yeah. You know, that I don't want to share money mm. and I'm selfish. Mm. And if, if, if I made millions and millions of dollars, my darkness is, is that I don't want to fucking share it. Yeah. It's yeah. mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have to, get, and even whether it's relationships or you want love, like, you know, you have to go deep in mm. there and check out. And there's certain ways 
of doing that. Mm-hmm. Funny you should mention that. It's actually in my book. Called <laughs> the- <laughs> When's the book come out? Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it'll, I reckon it'll be this year. Sweet. It'll be this year. It's quick. Yeah. Yeah, punching it straight out. Straight out. I just cool. want it out there so nice. I don't change my mind. Nice. Are you going to print it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Cool. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Mm. How many pages do you reckon it is? Well, it's 63,000 words at the moment. I don't even know what that translates to. So that should be, I reckon, about 220, 230 That's not too bad. Pages. That's yeah. manageable. Manageable. Yeah, yeah, I wanted it manageable. Yeah. I didn't want it too long. You don't want encyclopedias. Yeah, no, no, we don't want that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and you have to be so mindful about what, um, what, you know, what you believe in and what you don't believe in because a lot of mm. us are – I feel because there's so much disarray in the world at the moment. Mm. I mean, people are just so fucking confused, you know? Yeah, totally. And they don't know what's up, what's down. It's like this guy's a healer. He's going to fucking change your life. That guy's this, this person's that. And, and it's like I'm not saying that healers aren't great. Yeah. But what I am saying, healers are a great support. And I feel like I'm a great support. I love seeing my clients transition there and then. Mm-hmm. But – you see it time and time again, you know, people like they feel great and they walk out and they fuck it up within a day or two <laughs> days. It's like, dude, yeah. you know, what are you doing? Mm. You know what I mean? It's like you could go to the healer on top of Mount Everest yeah. who's like literally the holiest of the holies mm-hmm. and he will tell you do the fucking work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So true. Yeah. Yeah, the healer can only do so much. Exactly. And then you've got to you've got to look at yourself and yeah. take responsibility, mm. which is another comes back to your realization about having control of your own destiny. Mm. Basically. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's cool. exciting. <laughs> awesome. I, I can't wait to get a, my hands on this book. Yeah, man. So um we're going to about to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Um is there anything nothing else unless there's something else you want to share? No, man. I mean, I think if you normally, normally I get you to end up on something that maybe like some someone said to you or so, something in the early days that inspired you to, you know, like or in like a standout quote or you know whatever mm. that maybe or a bit of wisdom that you were like that that shone to you for some reason back in the day, um, or maybe even recently. Um, there was, um, yeah, the, when Wayne Dyer, I remember the first time I read it and every time I, I, I probably read that quote maybe a hundred times or maybe even a thousand times. It took me a while to understand it. Mm-hmm. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But no, Dan, I, I love what you're doing, man. I think it's so honourable. Thanks, man. And, Cheers. Uh, it's good fun too. Yeah, totally. And yeah. it's it's these things like what you're doing where I don't think some of us realise the impact uh, that we have, you know. Yeah. Um, and sometimes if one person hears whatever, whichever podcast you're doing yeah, and, you know, they – something shifts in them yeah and you've you're sitting here you've got no idea whether absolutely no idea and it's, and it's happened before because people have come yeah. up and said i listened to this podcast and it and it had this cascade effect and i'm like i have no i had no idea yeah you know yeah but it was great too you know mm. it's, it's really cool and it'll be uh it'll be so interesting i reckon i don't know 
like 18 months to two years. Yeah. Like you will look back <laughs> that you were doing this shit. Not shit, but you were doing this in, you know, wherever you're doing it, in your apartment in St Kilda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you will just laugh your head off going, wow, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's been really interesting as well looking back as I started last August mm. and, you know, I'm on my own spiritual path and I've got my own what I what I think's happening. And it's funny because I there's, you know, generally we tell stories about our past and it's already happened and sometimes we get into the habit of forming a story about now and they're thinking we know what's coming like because it makes us look clever mm. and this proves that I have no fucking idea <laughs> where awesome. my life is going yeah. and it's great because mm. like we don't have control we have con- we we get to choose and and intend where we want to go mm. but r- like there's a force that's pushing us in a certain direction and it and it moves and shifts us and that's, that's the beauty of life yeah. is being in that flow and the some of the things that I've said of where I thought I was and what I thought I was doing and all this kind of stuff, it's just very interesting to see that realistically, no, I don't know. No. And that's great. You're not meant to. You're <laughs> no. not meant to. I'm not meant to. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Well done, man. Really yeah. cool. Cheers, mate. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you so much for coming and um, having a chat late on a Wednesday night. Thanks, Dan. <laughs>